When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Hi, this is Tom Cock. Well, inevitable it is. Inevitable as the ray of sunshine coming to Seattle in June. That's a ray of sunshine. The index mutual funds having better performance than actively managed mutual funds. Inevitable as the, yes, swallows returning to San Juan Capistrano as they must each spring, even in COVID-19 conditions. Well, when the market goes down, stocks go down, as they do, there's always the article or two about how target date mutual funds have let you down. And God bless her, Liz Weston. I do read her work regularly. She writes for Nerd Wallet. She's a very good writer. She gets published in the Seattle Times, I believe, locally. And usually I agree with her opinion. And in this article at the end, I do agree because she says probably a good idea to get fee-only fiduciary advisor advice. I'm with you there, Liz. But the headline is, is your target date investment letting you down? Now, a target date investment, again, is the idea that you put all your money in one mutual fund and the people running the fund are adjusting the stock versus bond ratio depending on when you're going to retire. So for example, and I looked at the 2025 target date funds, these are designed for people retiring in about five years, right? The idea here is you're taking less risk when you're in retirement because you may need the money, which makes sense. Now, Liz says in her article, target date funds went down a lot this spring when the market went down. And I don't see a problem with that because they have significant exposure to stocks. We'll talk about that in a minute. But a real complaint is there's a lot of variation in those losses. There's a lot of variation in how they're managed. A lot of variation in sort of how the funds are on a glide path to less risk. That is a fair criticism. And by the way, she points out in the article that somewhere, according to Fidelity, somewhere about half of all assets in tax-exempt retirement funds are invested in target date options. So I thought, let's just take a look at three of the more well-known mutual fund companies that have target date mutual funds. Vanguard, Fidelity, and T. Rowe Price. To look at a couple of things, to look at returns, to look at how the funds are built, and to look at expense ratios. So at Vanguard, the Vanguard target date 2025 fund. Again, looking down the road here a little bit, but if you're retiring in the next three, four, five years, probably appropriate. The VTTYX expense ratio, just 13 basis points, really cheap. The overall stock to bond ratio, about a 60% stock, 40% bond. Pretty reasonable. The T. Rowe Price 2025 fund, TRRHX, 62 basis point expense ratio. 
wow, compare that to 13, you get at Vanguard. But here's the part that Liz was criticizing. Again, it's about a 60-40. Um, 9% of the fund, though, is in what they categorize as other. I imagine that might be REITs. Not quite sure. But overall, still about a 60-40. If you go over to Fidelity, the Fidelity 2025, FFTWX, also expensive, 65 basis points. But again, here, about a 60-40, 30-some-odd percent, or pardon me, about to... 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, pretty close. And by the way, the numbers bear that out year to date through the 16th of June. The Vanguard fund was down a whopping 1.3%. The Fidelity fund down 2.1%. And T. Rowe price down 1.9%. Looking at this, you'd have to say, ah, they're pretty similar in terms of asset allocation. Vanguard far less expensive and the returns sort of bear out to the fact that they're invested in similar assets. So what's a takeaway from all this? Well, number one, I have never been a huge fan of target date funds, but if you know nothing and you just want to save, my son Taylor pointed this out the other day, just put money away. This is a way to get started. I do like Paul Merriman's approach of having most of your money in the target date fund and then adding in a small cap or small cap value fund because your exposure to small in these funds is very, very slight, somewhere around one, two, three percent. And it should be more because small has given you greater returns over time. But here are the things I'd look at. First of all, is this a passive index style fund or an active fund? Clearly, T. Rowe Price and Fidelity are charging you like it's an actively managed fund. Number two, I would look at the asset allocation, very easy to find and it's free at Morningstar. Not a, not a problem. Number three, I would look at the expense ratio. I honestly think it's outrageous to pay 65 basis points for a target date fund, especially when you can go to Vanguard and get it for 13 basis points. No, target date funds have not let you down. Target date funds in this examination are doing what they should. I think it's very reasonable for somebody retiring in five years to be 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, and there's not a huge variation between three of the more popular mutual fund families. Also want to mention before I go that Don and I will be doing an online webinar. These have been very popular. It's coming up July 1st. You can register at talkingrealmoney.com. It's a looking at, look at sort of the nasty part of this business, what brokers can get you into, and then how you can get really good fee-only 100% fiduciary advice. Again, you can register for that at TalkingRealMoney.com. Thanks for joining me. I'm Tom Cock. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.